Hello and welcome to the Unmissables podcast, your weekly skip through the main TV shows of the week. I've stopped even claiming now it's about pop culture because really the core of the show is TV, isn't it? Should we admit this? Should we finally embrace this fact? No. Look, that is a bold thing you said and we haven't had a meeting about this. So, I'm Boyd Horn. I'm joined by those two voices you can hear, Stephanie Seelan. Howdy. And Kay Ribeiro. Yo. This week... It's a drama special, we've decided to call it. Okay. We're looking at three new series of major television drama, including season two of the vast, huge, big blockbuster that is Westworld on Sky Atlantic and Now TV, starting next Sunday, the 22nd of April, simulcasting, Kay, with the American... So exciting. The American premiere. What, did you just say simulcast? Simulcasting. Simulcasting. Is Same that time a, as American? You know no, what simulcast is? Okay, I, I realise that's what it means, guys. <laughs> is that a word that is used to... Gen- yes. Is it? Wait, Sim- you simulcast. understand the concept that you didn't believe yeah, it was but a word? I, that's because I, mean, I speak Kay and Boyd, not because... Okay, okay fine. Put it this way, if you want to watch Westworld live exactly the same time it goes out on American television, then you can tune at 2am our time on April the 23rd, that morning, on Skylantic slash Now TV, and you will see it live. We, of course, have had access to the first five episodes via the wonderful HBO preview system. We're very lucky. That is going to be reviewed. The Split is the brand new drama starting on BBC One next Tuesday from, I think we can call her, the excellent Abby Morgan, one of our prime TV writers of mm. recent years. Abs. Good and abs. it stars Nicola Walker, one of our prime TV actresses Oh, of Nicola years. Walker. And yeah. How I Love Thee. Oh, say no more. Right. No spoilers. No. And finally, The Woman in White mm. is the new adaptation of a very famous novel written by someone famous whose name I've forgotten, mm. which was purported, some say, is the first psychological thriller novel, mystery novel ever. Ever? Yeah. Wilkie Collins. Wilkie Collins. Okay, wrote it. The Woman in White by Wilkie Collins. Yeah. And this name. adaptation stars former EastEnder oh. Ben Hardy of X-Men, whatever it was, fame. He mm. has done so well. Done very well. He's come so a long way from being Peter Beale. He was Peter Beale. Yeah. And then he went into the old X-Men and yeah. now he's hanging out with a woman in white. Yeah. Good for you. That's going to be the meat. Before we get to the meat of the situation, we like to start by talking about anything else we've been looking at in the world of, well, it can be anything. This is the section where we do talk about stuff that's not This is where we freestyle. Mm. A little freestyling, sometimes films, blah, blah, blah. Steph always kicks us off. Um, what, pray tell, have you been surveying with your eyes this week? Well, maybe I've been surveying even things with my ears. Ear? Oh, really? Yeah, with my actual ears. Or both. Have you? Yeah. Yes, I have. So, I started listening to a new podcast called The Soundtrack Show because I love films and I'm very interested in soundtracks. So, available wherever you get your podcasts. And it's brought to you by the people who um, do um, Stuff You Should Know. Okay, so that whole podcast family. It's about, so the first, they've got two, the first two episodes are about Jaws soundtrack. Now, oh, it's classic. Yeah, it's really, really mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. So it's presented <laughs> by this guy who's also a kind of composer and knows about, um, we don't have to pay for that now because I talked over it. So um, <laughs> I think who, you're allowed like five second humming. I don't, I don't think, think anyone so. would recognize what we're doing so. either. No. So what is really good about now, Disclaimer, I actually found the guy slightly irritating. Who is this guy? I can't remember his name. Sorry. No, he's blanked it out. But what is really good about it is he cut into it is is, um, interviews, 
bits of interview with Steven Spielberg and John Williams. And that is really Great interesting. Access. But what is also slightly annoying is he kind of like every so often talks talks over the interview. He goes, that's John saying this. That's so that is like, you know, however, it is incredibly interesting. S- stick with it because those two episodes are very good what's, and you do learn a what's lot. What's it called again? The, the podcast? The soundtrack show. Okay. It's okay. a Google. It's a Google. Okay. Other things that I have been listening to, another kind of for film fans, Alec Baldwin has done an interview on the career of Cameron Crowe. Now, if you fast times at Ridgemont High, oh, yeah. Cameron Crowe is incredible almost famous yeah, oh yeah. so Cameron Crowe almost famous obviously partly partly about his life as a young journalist so he was a young uh, Rolling Stone journalist um, it's absolutely fascinating I'm not going to give you any of the bits in it because the whole thing is really really good and Cameron Crowe is absolutely brilliant in it so that's Alec Baldwin here's the thing here's the thing is that the show where he interviews um, <sighs> actors Policy makers. Film stars. Policy makers. Policy. That is the show, Boyd. Yeah. And I will not take you saying any nasty things about him anymore. No, I love it. I listened to that very episode. Let me just yeah, say, isn't it good? I, I, did you, did yeah, you? I'm in full agreement. Yeah. yeah, I love Cameron Crowe, yeah. On your recommendation, I listened to the Janice Mim one as well, who's the, uh, that's also yeah. worth a listen. Yeah. Good. Former editor of Us Weekly, he has. A good run, yeah. uh, Did you listen to the Michael Wolf one? Of course. Oh, that was Michael Wolf who wrote uh, uh, Fire and Fury yeah. uh, mm-hmm. that Kay reviewed for us and you, obviously. Very about good. Donald Trump. I've Can watched, I just say, interestingly, yeah, I just looked up do. the soundtrack show. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I know no, some people go, find it annoying when I interrupt. No one does. But, um, uh, just on the, on the description, and it doesn't say who the bloody host is. On the, on the I description know. Of the I, I was just looking oh, That's annoying in itself. That's annoying in itself. Anyway, so carry on. But it, 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 it's worth listening. I don't know where it gets slightly annoying. There's another podcast two. about music and films called Soundtracking. Which Edith Bowman does, my good friend Edith Bowman. Oh, and that's brilliant as well. I okay. just want to say that. I want to make that clear. All right. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Edith, we'll try yours as well. Thanks. Right. Um, did anybody... I feel like I... I know I say this all the time. Am I the only one who's still watching How to Get Away with Murder? Yes, you are. Yes. And actually, do you say that every time? Uh, that's right. Right. There was a crossover episode yeah. with Scandal. Oh, yeah. It was... Amazing. Oh, no, I'm excited about that. Yeah. When I find time, I'm going to oh, go back and watch it. Oh my God. So Annalise. It's so good. So Annalise takes um, a case to the Supreme Court with the aid of Olivia Pope from that Scandal. Is a, that, oh, is that is good. Yeah, mind blowing. That's exciting. Mm. And Minds they, are being and they, blown. They butt heads um, throughout the episode. Who wins? There's head butting. There's head butting. Actual physical it's head butting. It's so good. It's just honestly, it's just brilliant. I only watched the first Who season. Who comes of out on top? I, that would be spoiler, a spoiler. Right? I absolutely I was can't testing give that her. Away. She passed. Well done. <laughs> I've also been watching a new thing on, thing on Netflix called Rapture. Have you heard about this? No. I've heard of it, yeah. What is it about, Steph? It's brilliant. Okay, so Rapture is, um, so far I think, there are, I think there are 10 parts. Every episode is about a young um, rapper or just a rapper. So Nas has an episode. But the first, the first episode is of this rapper who I'd never, ever heard of, mm. but apparently is a phenomenon called Logic. All oh, the, yeah. All oh, the young yeah. people Come will on. know about it. Have you? Come I, on, of course. I, 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 I don't know, I don't know the music, heard I've heard of, of Logic. Yeah, but then me and rapper are very, very Yeah, um, you are, yeah. yeah. It big. Was, he's big on the grime huge. scene, actually, boys. Yeah. So interesting. He's had such an interesting life. So it's sort of an hour-long journey. And what's really interesting about Logic is he has helped loads of people. He had a real problem with anxiety. And he's helped loads of people overcome anxiety. And he be- was a real viral success. And he's just... He's massive, absolutely massive. I mean, I'm an idiot because I don't know anything about him. No, I didn't know. But By the way, I just want to say, I was just saying that Boyd is big on the grime scene, not Logic. No, just, Boyd, just for clarification. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, think, I, think, I think the audience knew what you meant. So I listened, I watched the Logic one and I watched the Nas one and they're really good. It's very, very interesting. Um, these rappers talking incredibly candidly about their journeys. Definitely worth listening. Logic, Nas, T-I. Yeah. Jeezy. 
Chains, Rhapsody, Chains. Just Blaze. These are the people featured in the series. What about it's, Kanye? No, it's no, kind of is, like yeah, more, this is more because actually, authentic. It, we, yeah. Now, where, what what Boyd means by authentic? Less is mainstream. It's, it's, well, actually, no, they are. No, they are big. Aren't no, they? no. What he means is people who have uh, an interesting backstory. So obviously, Kanye was actually quite a wealthy person yeah. um, in Chicago with his mum. His mum was a lecturer. Whereas these people, like Logic, had a terrible time. His mum was awful. Right, his so dad was a drug addict. And like, so it's people a lot from the streets. So they talk a lot about oh, yeah. what life was like in the projects and when you didn't have anywhere to yeah, sleep and stuff projects. like that. So the journey is arguably more again. interesting. Yeah. People on the streets. <laughs> on the streets. Pots. Yeah, pots and pots. Pots and pots. 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 Yeah. yeah. But do you know what else I've been watching? Just for a little bit of light, and then I'm going to finish, okay? Well, you know, I, if you carry on much longer, Kate um, would wrap you up, but well, we're I'm allowed to go fully on. Fully caught up with Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh. If you've never watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine before, I haven't, actually. Andy Samberg, it's a comedy show um, based in uh, a police station. It's got Terry Crews in it. Um, Andy Samberg plays a detective. Four series so far. It's just a nice, like, 30 minutes of fun. It's really it's really good. I'm a big Samberg fan. Have you seen this film, um, Rockstar? Yes, it's Rock- amazing. It's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. It's really, really Andy funny. Samberg is an actual genius. Where's that available? Comedy genius. Rockstar, um, it may well be on... It's definitely on iTunes. You mean it's Popstar? On, is it Popstar? Pop, I think You're right. Yeah, Popstar. Well Rockstar's something completely yeah, different. Yeah, Popstar. Yeah. <laughs> keep on popping. yeah. Is must be either on. It was definitely on iTunes. It, it's definitely on DVD. It might be on Mate. It might be on Netflix and/or Amazon Prime. It's where he plays like a Justin Bieber type character. Yeah, it's it's really, he really is funny. a comedy genius. And yeah, so just gonna say, no dogs, no crime. I commend myself. Pat on back for me. You're commending yourself. Yep, it's well, a self commend. It's a self commend. Yep. I mean, I would have. I would have. I don't think you would have. It didn't, I it didn't seem I would have hailed you. You hadn't given him, you didn't allow if him you enough didn't time. Allow the time. Mm, exactly. yeah. Thank you. Right. Thank you. I was about to hail your okay. your new newfound. Well, we'll never know. New no. In genres. fact, I've got a medal. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Kay, what about you? Are you going to um, dazzle us with some surprising and shocking new things that you've been doing? No, I'm not. Oh. Well, one one of them's not new. One of them's actually Boy talked about last week, but I've just got to endorse it myself. Oh, it's a rare endorsement. Ordeal by Innocence. So yes. I caught up on all of it. Steph, have you seen it? No, don't tell me because it's I won't tell you anything, no. Okay. But I'm just going to say, as a Agatha Christie fan, I think this is one of the best w- adaptations that's been on TV. Now. Even better, I think, than um, Murder on the Orient Express. Now, we mm. must remember that you, as a huge Christie fan, yeah. right, Boyd has already said that the ending has been changed. Now, are you happy with it? I'm happy with the ending. And I think the thing is, if this was a Poirot story, as a Poirot purist, I might be a bit might feel differently about it. If she started messing around with his character, right. I'd probably feel very strongly Hands about off it. Poirot. However, with this story, I hadn't, it's one of the few stories I haven't read. Oh, so I didn't actually you know. You were attached who, to yeah, it. I, wa- I wasn't attached to it. I didn't know who had done it. And the way it's all worked out, I think is fantastic. It's just so, it's so dark and twisted. And like, she's made it quite contemporary as well. Don't oh, you think? Yeah, like, of course. So much swearing and all the characters, they're just like really going Jeffin for it. Jeffin. Oh. Yeah. Some Big stuff time. they say, Steph. Oh, yeah, you're gonna be blushing. Close my ears. Mm. It's it's really good, and I think particularly Matthew Good and um, Luke Treadaway. Mm. What do you think, Boyd? Uh, uh, totally. Um, Treadaway is great in it. Yeah, playing this kind of like and on Matthew the edge good of as well. sanity. Good is great. Good, good, good is very good. <laughs> Sorry, can resist it. Um, she's a genius, Sarah Phelps. Who adapts Christmas Phelps? We love Christmas her. Phelps. Um, I someone, want her to do more. Yeah, someone had a really sweary go at her on on Twitter, and she kind of responded. She's brilliant the way she deals with people. We have a go at her on Twitter as well. If you don't follow her, Sarah Phelps, she's endlessly amusing. I think she's what Phelpsy. is her handle? I think she's yeah. Phelpsy. Yeah, 
And she is absolutely brilliant, yeah. She, well, even in answer to people saying, oh, you know, you shouldn't have changed the ending, she was like, she doesn't, she just yeah. swore at that, didn't she? Exactly. She like, doesn't give a shit. Yeah, completely, mm. yeah. She mm. doesn't, exactly, yeah. Potty mouth. Anyway, the new thing I have been watching is The Resident. Ooh. What's the Universal Channel. On the Universal Channel. Tuesdays at nine o'clock. Now, if you're in the mood and you're in the market for a new medical drama... Ooh. This is like a bit medical drama by numbers. It's not. It's not going to set the world alight. So I want to manage everyone's expectations. Okay. So there's the world. It's not okay. being set alight. It's by not. It. No. I feel but managed. Yeah, I feel managed. Good. I feel like I don't mm. feel the world is going to be. No. I don't want you to go crazy. I know what you're like. Yeah. You just yeah. be like, quick. No. This is the new ER or something. It's, right? not, a it's, not. it's not a Shonda. It's, it's not a Shonda. Mm, However, wow. having said that, oh, I'm in. <laughs> it's got Maz. Uh, Maz? No, Matt Zukri. Is that how I said his yeah, name? Yeah, Matt Zukri. Zukri. I actually looked up how to say his name because Ooh. it's actually, interesting spelling. It's C-Z-U-C-H-R-Y. Where would I know Matt Gazukri right. from? Well, you're about to find out. <laughs> the Good Wife. Oh, he I played Carrie Argos, who was an incredible character. His surname was Argos, as well as in like Argos, the shop. Where yeah, you can but get I mean, he's American, so they don't. They're not they don't understand Argos. No. Right. Um, it would be like equivalent of Carrie Walmart. Oh, right. right. I see. Anyway, he was a great character in that, quite fancied him. So obviously he's in this as the lead. He's a resident. Um, he's a very good doctor, but he's a like he's a real rebel, right? So he mm. doesn't give a shit about the rules. He'll do whatever it takes to save the lives. And he's a bit of a bad boy. Ooh, Tattoos. A bit like House. No, no. Younger, you know, doesn't have a stick. Right. Um, nothing like him. Nothing like right. him. <laughs> um, and like, you know, he's got tats, drives a motorbike, all this kind of Ooh, stuff. Sexy. And he has been put in charge of being a mentor of um, Manish Dayal, who plays Dr. Devon Pravish. And he's basically aims to break his spirit. That's not nice. I know. You'll think he's a nasty bastard when you first start watching. You'll be like, oh, God. You know what it's like? is Because uh, I saw a bit of it. Um, it's, like, it's like Scrubs the drama. Remember Scrubs? Yeah, Scrubs is all about scrubs. the young, thrusting, yeah. um, Zach would-be, Braff, wannabe doctors. Donald yeah, yeah, yeah. Beaten and abused. And Who beat and abused? By, oh. the, by, the, by the mentor guy, that horrible guy who was in oh, charge of the yeah. 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 drives me mad. The gingery-haired guy with the curly hair. Oh, we're getting a write-down from John Cox. Cox. Cox, yeah. Dr. Cox, yeah. Dr. He, Cox. He treated them all like absolute shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, was, and this is like a kind of dramatic But it's not unusual to have someone like that who's younger. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. obviously so, yeah, Cox was an older Cox, figure, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and But it's also like the dark side of medicine and everything. So I'm definitely going to be hooked on it, but mainly because I fancy um, Matt. Okay. Yeah. But get on board. Uh, have a little watch of it. See what you think. Universal Tuesdays How long is it? at nine o'clock. It is an hour. I think it's, a, it's an American commercial show, so probably like 46 I'm not minutes saying it's not Boyd. I'm, <laughs> also, I'm not um, saying it isn't. Just to let you know, Emily Van Camp's in it as well. He oh, was in Brothers yeah. and Sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Emily Van Camp from Revenge. Yes, oh, she's in it. And oh. she plays his love interest. Just to be oh, clear, like it's not going to set the world alight, though. No, no, pyromani- no nothing's going to go on. No okay. firelighting. Okay. Anything else that you're going to. That's all I wish to oh, talk about. Very, very at this yeah, succinct. Yeah. Some succinct recommendations. So a little wink there from Kosev to say, I've been succinct. succinct. Now you try Come and be on, succinct. Come on, take that baton on them, Overblown Deutsch. twat. Have you caught up with... I mean, that's way harsh wow. myself. I but I may but endorse it if you answer incorrectly to this next question. Mm. Have you caught up on Supervet with Dicko's dog? I have to be brutally honest, no. Right. I no. It's like you don't give a shit. Do you know what it is? It's um, I recorded it on my SkyQ system. And when you crank up the SkyQ, it offers you... Like 
it thrusts stuff at you. Do you know what I mean? It's oh. like it knows what you like. So anything new that arrives, that's a bit torturing. Yeah. It goes, what you can watch this now. You can yeah. watch this. So it, it, weirdly, anything you specifically record yourself sometimes gets lower down on the list. So yeah. I haven't got but around to it. Don't you just well. do so scroll down? What you're saying? I can scroll down, and <laughs> I will. Your, does your remote control down. not scroll down? I'm making this vow to you now. So you're saying that you are taking the advice of a machine over yeah. the advice of yeah. yourself. It's yes. so insulting. It's the beginning of the end, boys. Yes, I am saying that. But I get vow to you now. I will watch it. By the end of this very weekend. It's a okay. pledge. I want to see Catch Up with Dicko, Lee Dixon. Right. Did I mention last week? I, mm-hmm. Obviously, I can't remember what Uh-oh. I say from one week to the next. Senior moment alert. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm, my life is one long senior moment. You know that. I am senior. Come on then, Glenda. So, oh my God, that could be your um, autobiography. I Boy, am senior. One am long senior, senior moment. moment. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, thanks. Um, the assassination of Gianni Versace, did I mention it last week? Yeah, you yeah, talked about it, I think. Okay, well, I'm going to mention it again. We reviewed it. I'm saying it again. No, I never reviewed it. That was about, like, seven weeks ago. Yeah, but I'm not getting engaged with it until it's finished on TV and I can watch all of them at one go. The only sort of flaw in that plan is that mm-hmm. I'm not sure if the early episodes are going to be on the iPlayer. Maybe, they, maybe they'll keep them on. Thanks, maybe you'll boys. Be right. But I've been keeping... I, I, we're now we're nearing the end game. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the finale is next Wednesday. Right. And um, I think it's the series of the year so far. I'm going really? That, yeah. Oh and it started goodness. out... Yeah, this is the but thing. But you said save me with the series of the year so far last week. That's the, British, that's the British series Ooh, of the year so good far. Save. This is the, yeah, this okay. is the American... I think when it started, it felt like oh, it's not as it's not going to be as juicy and as entertaining as the OJ series because that was so kind of exciting, wasn't it? Just yeah. to see the, one of the most famous court cases ever, yeah, and murders ever dramatized by these brilliant people, and this felt like this is darker, kind of slightly artier. I'm going to use that word, mm. um, but now I'm in it. It's absolutely incredible. It's so brilliant. I think it's deeper. I think it mines deeper depths. This has been on my Sky Plus and now I'm going to actually watch it. I think it has more to say about how people are driven psychopathic by what happens Mm. to them in their lives. Because it's got this reverse chronology, which I don't think... The other thing is... So we all we read the first episode and it starts with him killing John Versace. Andrew Cunanan killing John Versace. And then what happens first is it has a reverse chronology. So it keeps going backwards. So every episode goes further back in time. So you see incidents. He's a serial killer. He killed like mm. four or five other people before he killed Versace. Were they all gay? Most of them, yeah. Mm. Most, maybe most, if not all of them, were gay, yeah. And, um, and you, so you find out how he wheedled his way into their mm. lives, how he got psychotically irritated and angry about them all, all these mm. his victims. And, then you, and, and it kind of works in a brilliant way because you kind of think, oh, why is he doing that? What's he doing? And the next episode, it deepens your understanding mm-hmm. of him. So just more and more, by now, now we're in episode seven, eight, nine, there's like a couple more to go. You genuinely think it's like seeing uh, 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 the mind of a psychopath explained brilliantly in a very mm. complicated, multi-layered way. It's incredible. And Darren Chris as Andrew Cunanan is incredible. It's definitely, he's going to win all the awards, definitely. Do you think? Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's Ricky Martin good? Everyone else is great. Ricky Martin's good. But it's funny because it's called The Assassination of Jennifer Versace, but it's mm. absolutely 100% about Andrew Cannon. It's about the mm. killer. It's not about Versace. So almost like it's a slightly misleading title. And, every, and you still get like scenes with Versace and his mm. sister, Donatello and all that. But it's all about the killer. He's, 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 all, all the meat is all about the killer. All right. Well, get on it. Is it nine episodes? Nine episodes. Nine episodes. So you can start, the, what are you, six in? Six in on uh, live TV? I think TV? we just had the seventh on live TV. Okay. Yeah, so there's like two. So everyone crank up the iPlayer. Crank up the iPlayer. And kudos to my neighbour, Tom Robsmith, who wrote the whole bloody thing. Oh, no. I thought we established that you weren't that close with him and that you couldn't go around and And also, can we just say you're unbiased? You're not saying it because he's your neighbour. No, not at all. No, no. I wouldn't have even brought it up if I 
difficult. Yeah, what about the sugar thing? Could you knock on his door and say, can I borrow some sugar? But he's in LA mostly now anyway, so I don't see him. That was it. You don't see him, see him very often. Yeah, he's, he's, he should give you a key to his apartment. And the other thing I was quickly... <laughs> <laughs> Not at all creepy. Just so he couldn't water his plants. He must have other plant waterers. I don't know. It's the only explanation. The other thing I was going to quickly say is another podcast... The Two Shot podcast is the, I think it's the foremost acting-based podcast. And it's Craig Parkinson of, out of Line of Duty fame, mm-hmm. who is the dodgy one. In who we met at the BAFTAs, Steph, if you remember. Who lovely guy. Oh, yeah. And he started the Two Shot podcast. Is he the tall guy? Yeah, yes. he is. Oh, he was the tall guy. Yeah. Who, I knew the penny had oh, dropped. I, no, I yeah. really like AKA him. AKA the tall guy, yeah. No, he's, re- he's so Who's sweet. he married to? Yeah, who is he married to? Because no, no, she, no, was, at the she was at the well. BAFTAs. She was at the and he said, "I'm just going to go and get the wife." Because I'm because we were said, "Oh, we're really trying to get this person." He went, "Well, don't worry," because I married her, and I can't remember who it was. I think he's married. he's great. Yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah. Do you know what Kay and I walked along arm in arm with him? Did you at the BAFTAs? Yeah, in he's front of his really wife. nice. He's very no. friendly. Oh. No, no, but there was nothing wrong with no. no hold on, wait a minute. Let's make it clear. Arm in it was arm very in a platonic. very friendly way because we were walking him to the um, the heat photo area. Right. Oh, yeah, no, he's great. He yeah. is such a lovely guy. Yeah, and he's brilliant. In, and he's like this really scary character, obviously, in ruthless, like horrible, nasty, oh, nasty bastard, nasty bastard. Yeah, in Line of Duty, he's an absolutely lovely guy in in real life. Yes, he he's is... married to Susan Lynch, That's who it. was in Save Me, Lynchy, yes. Lynchy. The woman behind the bar in the pub and saying, what a brilliant couple they are. There you go. Anyway, he is six, six foot four and a half inches tall, by the way. Oh, he three. is tall. I love yeah. tall he man. is very tall, tall. Anyway, he started this um, podcast in which he, an actor, interviews other actors. And it's kind of like, and you think, oh, that's going to be very lovey. But it's like the anti-lovey acting podcast thing. So they will talk about how they, why they want to become an actor. A lot of them are, so it's, it's very diverse crowds. So they're like working class or people of colour. Or do you know what I mean? They're not just like posh white people all the time. Yeah, and he went to RADA. Mm. So it's kind of like trying to show you the other side of acting, I yeah. think, for the listener. And it's a chance for actors fab. to kind of vent, you know, and kind of... Anyway, the new, most recent episode is with a close personal friend, my friend Danny Lee Winter, who I've known for a few years, who was in... And the reason I know Danny is because he was in a, in a two-part drama with David Williams years ago, Capturing Mary, which was um, this big, prestigious uh, drama that was on BBC Two, mm. and he was brilliant in it. And that was one of his kind of first big roles. He made, he does a lot of theatre now. Joe's Palace was the other one, and the, there was two of them together, Stephen Polyakov. And then he does a lot of theatre, and he's... Anyway, he's a fascinating guy. And he started... Act for Change, which is this big campaign mm. about campaigning for more um, diversity on really? TV and film and in theatre. And oh. it's been an incredible thing. That, you know, like Lenny Henry's guy. Great, he's an incredible guy. And he is um, he's just a force of nature. Like, mm. he's, uh, he's brutally honest. Anyway, this podcast that he did, this episode, most episodes, like our own podcasts, are, you know, maybe a bit over an hour. This one is two and a half hours. Oh, worth it? Yeah, but it's incredible. Two and a half hours of a brilliant insight into Danny's life as a young mixed race gay guy growing up oh, in a working class environment right up my street becoming uh, you know an actor full of you know and he must white. open up in a different way than oh, you would if it like wasn't an actor it's like a psychological insight yeah. it's, it's like part psychoanalysis mm. part very entertaining incredibly honest podcast mm. it, I, honestly it's brilliant so there you go two and a half hours of my friend Danny Lee Winter on the two shot podcast Right. But well, this I'm pod- going to listen to that. What would, if this podcast was two and a half hours? I mean, she'd no. kick off for one. Hold on, Kate. some people have called for it to be longer. I know there, there have are. been yeah. calls. Yeah, maybe we should do like a special extra long podcast. I've said that before. You said no. 
Now then, that's the uh, that's the run through of what we've been watching. Yeah. Next, next on the agenda, I do believe <laughs> before we get to the meet, there's something else. What is the other thing oh, that no, happens at this point? What is it? Oh, is it reviews news? Reviews news. Reviews news. Great build up, boy day. Finally on board with it. I mean, it's only been 54 episodes, but I finally remembered. So, guys, as you know, regular listeners, um, we are trying to get 100 reviews by the end of our birth month, April, a.k.a. April for everyone else. Mm-hmm. And um, we've we've had an influx of reviews, mainly because for everyone listening who hasn't been aware of this, Boyd said, you, the listeners, the people on the ground, the pogs, mm. just wouldn't review us. Yeah, he, he did say that. He scoffed at it, in oh. fact. Down with Boyd. Down with Boyd. And if you need John to put that audio in, I'm happy to do that. Um, Anyway, so he scoffed. I'm speaking on behalf of John, giving me more work. (laughs) He'll do it. Big of you. That's very big of you. I meant, I know, I meant as in extending the episode by longer to include the audio. Webs. Anyway, Boyd said if we did get 100 reviews by the end of April, he would not only Mm apologise, he would buy us a delicious cake. (laughs) Yum, yum. You did say Where may that cake be from? Well... Patisserie Valerie. <laughs> do you know what? Just so you know, Boyd, we, Kay and I are also, at the end of April, going, going to do a special reviews news episode where we just read out all of the reviews. The hundred oh, reviews. That would be thrilling. Just every single that'll review. That would be thrilling. God, yeah. That'd um, be an award and occasionally, okay, we're all going to be yeah. in it as well, and occasionally you can pass comments. <laughs> yeah. But that will be available. Yeah. Every single review. That will be up for um, a, Yeah, that, yeah as an additional one. So if you have a review, listen, listen for that. We will be doing that show. And then also what we can do is we'll review the cake. Yeah. We'll At the you- end of that episode, there'll be yeah. a cake review and then there'll be a yeah. Boyd review. As in, we re- re-review you. <sighs> I don't know whether you'll want to listen to that, Boyd. <laughs> anyway, Kay, pray right. tell, how have we done? Okay, a little bit of a drum roll, I think, Steph. We have got 93 reviews. What yes. the Wait hell? <laughs> Is it by my calculations? Oh, are we so- creeping up like one a week now? Is no, we've got um, three new ones, oh, okay, cheeky three, bastard. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, right. you're going to be reviewed soon. That's you don't want to be acting up like this. I've like, already been reviewed. It wasn't pleasant. <laughs> oh, oh, one bad review. It wasn't one even. It was a sarcastic review. review. No, anyway, let's not go there. Let's focus on these ones. So, Helena Sedge. Great name, Helena. Helena. Yeah. Oh, lovely name. It's definitely not Helena. I'm saying Helena because it's a bit like Helena Christie. Oh, Helena. She says, I've been an avid heat reader for many years and love this podcast. Recommendations are usually spot on. Usually. Yep. Uh, and especially from what what we have been watching, she thinks she gets a lot of the stuff. A lot of people have said that the beginning section they yeah. like what we've been watching. Mm. That's what I'm um, having. Okay. And she, <laughs> Boyd, I'm not going to warn you again. <laughs> We're going to need silence from you in reviews news from now on. And she's also a VAD, a viewer against dystopia. Oh, totally with you, bad, Stephen bad, Kay. Bad, 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 bad. You said it would never take off, and it has. Viewers against when you dystopia. Say, when you say you don't want to hear from me again, you've just chanted VAD, VAD, VAD for about um, <laughs> yeah. 20 seconds. Yeah, I want to hear from myself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. want to hear from you. Yeah. <laughs> right, next one, GRW Online. Headline, discovered through Pilot TV magazine. Whoa. Whoa, oh. you've got a bias. Look, now hey. he's excited. No, now, glad you mentioned oh, that. Pilot TV God. magazine out now at all good and evil news agents and also online at pilottvmag.com you can buy it online free of charge free delivery get it now 4 dollars yeah. uh, let's you... be clear it's not free of charge the magazine you have no, to pay delivery free you have charge. to pay it's it's £5 plus a pe- minus a penny that's how much it costs 4 yeah. yeah. no I've official £5 minus a penny how about we focus on our podcast yeah right anyway so this is just the she's entry joking, point either. she's not even joking no. This is the entry point. Love yep. the first issue of Pilot TV magazine. Thank blah, you. blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. For many reasons. Oh, we don't need to go into that. that. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. 
No, she actually just says for many reasons. Oh, okay. um, one of which was a signpost to this podcast. Not sure whether it is quite what Boyd went to journalism school for. No. Everyone yeah. loves saying that to you. Mm. But it's well worth a listen it's if you'd drunk. like to hear yeah. TV chat and shameless promotion of Patisserie Valerie. <laughs> one review oh. closer, ladies. Listen, I would say we beat Equal Ops, we go to Tesco, Sainsbury's, M&S, but we want a Pat Val cake. Mm. Pat Val is I think like if I got supreme. a cake, if I got a cake from Tesco, you'd turn your nose over that, I think. No so. way, we love a Tesco's cake. Oh, okay. I don't want oh, any change from £100 from you, thanks no. very much. Right, final review, and it's um, by The Real Unknown Wanderer. Great, Ooh, great mysterious mm. name. That is. Very good. Sounds like a new drama on Headline, great, great, great. Prime. Great, great, great. Mm-hmm. Three greats. I've been listening to this for a while now. Steph K and Boyd with part-time podcast expert, John. Oh, oh my God. John's got a little bit of a shout out there. Everyone he's gone, loves John. He's gone red in the face. Yeah, well, slightly <laughs> patronising. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Boys, you've been warned. We've Sorry. guided her, or him or her, um, through their viewing and listening habits for the past six months. It's so enjoyable, funny and heartwarming. Now, the only thing I don't like is... Uh-oh. Oh, here Boyd. we go. Boyd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interruptions. No, Boyd. It's boys. It's just boys. boys. Oh, yeah. No, it's not. Oh. She said, <laughs> "I don't like it that the shows they review are usually shown the next week and not this week. So you almost have to wait sometimes for two weeks." Uh, till she's, she's got the same frustrations I have. She yeah. or he? Is I it mean, he or she? We don't know. We don't know. It's the real unknown wanderer. Yeah. yeah, we did discuss that. I remember when we first started doing the podcast, and um, we thought it would be more exciting to to, to review things that are. But also next in week. the in the beginning part of the shows, you said we do talk about yeah, stuff that's on right, now, exactly, so we're kind yeah. of covering that. Yeah, on. But we yeah. take you, we're going to yeah. think no, about that's this. That's a good point. It's a good point. Mm. We will take this on board. We're going to have a little powwow yeah. after this. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a uh, staff meeting. <laughs> Um, and but they said this is the only minor gripe to a five star cast. Hope you get to a hundred guys. And then this is my favourite bit. She actually, he or she actually wrote reviews news. Oh. You should release this as a ringtone. Well, wow. you know See? what? We're going to go in the recording studio soon. Directly after this, <laughs> Boyd, you can do backing vocals. <laughs> I could do. You can't be main, no. unfortunately. No, no, lead, as, as they call them in the singing world. Frankly, frankly, I'm happy. So with that. just we've just got. Two weeks Honestly, now, Boyd. seven more reviews. We're going to do it. I think we're going to do it. Boyd, how are you feeling about this? Um, I think it's possible, yeah. I mean, It's possible? Mm. This is the first time you've shown any kind of positive feeling towards is reviews, it? news, reviews, news. Uh, no, I'm fully on board, yeah, with the idea that it could happen. That it could happen. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okie dokie. <laughs> well, that was reviews, news. <laughs> And I think it went very, very well. Um, for those of you tuned out, you can now... Oh, sorry. No, I'm joking. I'm so joking. Nice. I'm joking. We now come to the meat of the podcast. Westworld is back. Um, uh, excuse oh, me. Oh, she's um, got a hand in the air. Oh, yeah, there um, we go. Uh, what? What is right. it? it? What would happen <laughs> if somebody didn't watch it when they were told Whoa. to watch it? Have you got a note from your mum? Just... Have you got a note from your mum? Because that's the only way it would be acceptable. if yeah, somebody didn't bad. get the I link saw, in funny time. Enough, I saw someone on Twitter um, a while ago talking about another podcast. Which, yeah, and they were complaining about how, if you have a review, this is, I'm not joking, this is... This oh, is, God, go on. They, they did complain, so I'm, I'm preempting the complaints. Okay. Like. I think our regular listeners, our people on the ground will... The kind the pogs. ...that you have not seen. You have not had an opportunity. Right. You've not found time in your hectic schedule I've had a, to watch one of our shows, Westworld. Guys. You're coming clean now. She's been right, I'm being being busy. She's been manically busy. I was, at the beginning, on Monday, Monday, I turned, I entered my 38th year. I don't think we need this. That's yeah, I mean, oh yeah, oh, right? right? Okay, I think we should not shell it. We should both, yeah. Right? And then I've been very, very busy. Yeah. Yeah. So that is why. I actually thought yeah. day by day she was yeah. going to go out by Guys, 
Then on Tuesday, well, I, I woke is, up. Yeah, what and I was so like, what I saw mm. is someone slacking off another cultural review podcast saying, I mean, if you're going to have a podcast which is all about reviewing things, then at least fucking watch yeah, this. Yeah, but it's never happened so, before. I just didn't no, get the link in time. No, no, I'm just I would make one little point, yeah. right? If there's one person out of three who hasn't watched right. it, there's still two other people who right. watched, We've watched so it. So they just, I think they just need to pipe down. Kay and I have watched it. I'm anyway. going to ask questions because also I'm. Do I have to say I don't I don't want to be mean, but I did think it looked terrible. So <laughs> I'm not that because I don't like things about robots because I think it's <laughs> stupid. But um, I'm sure you'll tell me if it was good. You, you, right, this is this is a good place to start. Yeah. This is a classic. This might have been a blessing. This is mm-hmm. a classic Celanism. It's robots, but they're people that are robots, right? This so you don't like anything to do with robots? Not really. Blade what? Runner, humans. Yeah, um, out, out. Uh, what other famous things with robots in? Um, Robocop. Nah. Total Recall. Mm. You thought you'd trip her up, you haven't? Yeah. I, no, 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 I don't like it. I like Johnny Five is Alive. Johnny Five is Alive. What's that one called? What's that film called? Johnny Five. It's Short Circuit. Because that had a Short girl circuit. in it called Stephanie. Not that I'm an egomaniac. <laughs> oh my well, Just I mean, saying. Oh we'll let the listeners yeah. decide. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't like robots. Well, the world of Westworld is indeed one, If in case you haven't had the time to... It's based on the 1970s film by Michael Crichton, who, of course, wrote Jurassic Park, the late, great Michael Crichton. Oh, so he's done some good stuff. <laughs> Just saying. And it was a really good film. I saw the original film. Oh, it was Yul- a film? It was a film, yeah. Oh. Starring Yul Brynner. Oh. Yeah, the great Yul King Brynner. King and I. King and I. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> exactly. And it was all about this, this amusement park, effectively, this elaborate, lavish amusement park where the where human beings could go to have, get the ultimate thrill of being able to ta- do um, adventures and games, which were so real because they were fighting, gunslinging and having shootouts with Things that look so completely real, but they were robots, androids. So that was the premise of it. Mm. Um, and of course, in the end, the these robots, these androids, take rebelled. over the world. Yeah, oh. and they ended up, you know, right. getting some kind of uh, their artificial intelligence got to the point where mm. they had some kind of consciousness of themselves. Which Get is too big be. for their boots. Got to be, the robots got too big for their boots. Thanks, mm-hmm. Um And this Westworld came along, and this is the J.J. Abrams production company mm. um, and he got the rights to it and they've turned into Was this he lost? Lost, yes indeed. Mm. They've turned into the reboot of Star Wars he directed, mm. Star Trek he's, mm. a, he's a big rebooter um, and he's turned that film into this incredibly lavish detailed update of this idea that you know humans can go at some point in the future into this inc- vast massive west world where they can oh. fight cowboys and engage in all kinds of um, pleasure-seeking de- delights in brothels and that Ooh. with these non-human things that look incredibly human. Have, unbelievably are you, are you realistic. Are you talking about having sex with robots? Yeah, I'm talking about having sex with robots. It's sex bots all over again. Sex bots, yeah, I remember the sex bots, yeah. So... <laughs> It's it was a it was I would say second only to Game of Thrones in being in recent HBO history over here on Sky Atlantic, a very expensive, very detailed, fascinating mm. kind of puzzle box of a series. They really promote it. Much incredibly expensive. If I see that woman going, I think there's really something wrong with this world. Yeah. One more time on my Sky. Oh. Well, that's is Dolores. this one that was five million dollars per episode? I think it's probably more than that. The five million, we the, we did the Alienist last week was five million oh, episode, right. which is on Netflix. I think it's maybe even more expensive than that. I don't know. Five million and one dollar. Yeah, mm. um, exactly. So this is season two. So series one ended. Just a quick. Yeah, recap it. Slight quick recap. Recap. Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen any of it, I mean, you know, then there's a great show actually on Sky Atlantic 
slash Now TV at the moment, where they do a recap of the whole series. There's lots of um, talking heads like Jonathan Ross, Terry White of um, Pilot TV and Empire Magazine fames on it. And they, they talk about, there's a great summary of what happened in the first season. So you could watch that if you don't want to spoil it. But all I'll say is, season one ended with this big rebellion. So robots. The, the robots have taken over the world of Westworld. Quick question. Yes. What is the robot to human ratio? I haven't seen the official figures on well, the robot-human ratio, but I'll look into it for you. Roughly is it roughly speaking, equal? Or? Um, it may well be roughly equal, yeah. yeah. Second question. Yeah. In the first series, the humans that go to Westworld, do they go to Westworld? Yes. As in, like, this is a place we're going to go to, mm. or is it what the world is now? No, they go it's to the it. world it's, west. A wor- it's, it's, it's a It's, it's a, loca- it's a destination. It a, it's a destination right. of a vast amusement Last park. Question. It's a park. Why do they go there? For fun, for the ultimate, it's the ultimate, think of it. And then so they the live idea there. Because the idea is you go there, you know, there are different ones. So there's, the focus obviously is literally the Westworld, the Western themed world. How big is the You go up? there, you, you're given a gun, you can kill people, whoever you want, because they're not actual people. That's the idea How of do it. you know which ones aren't, People, because they all look so lifelike. Because you're told, and and and, and you're you're given. You, it's all it's all, all it's all heavily. Um, it's all heavily. Well, the idea is that the people controlling the thing make sure you only go and kill the hosts, as they're called. So the the androids are called hosts. The humans are humans. Yeah. You know which is which. It's like going you, on safari. And yeah, and the androids can't. They can't um, kill you. It's, it's impossible. Of course, that's what's gone wrong mm. now. So right. at the end of season one. There was a rebellion led by this character Dolores, played by Evan Rachel Wood, who finally who kind of got woke enough, if you like to use that word, mm. that she's realised that all of these those people, all of these hosts, these animals, are being abused by these humans their whole existence, and now they've kind of realised this is happening, and she starts to rebel. And the way that they, the the key to how they got programmed suddenly yeah. to realise what's what, what's been happening to them in their nature is because the guy who co-created the whole thing who's played by Anthony Hopkins in series one yeah. actually made sure they knew they started realising what they were <gasps> so it was all a yeah. part of his he, master plan all part of his master plan is he, is he the with boss us the well Spoiler, Spoiler alert, he, she shot him in the head at the end of the last series. That, I mean, you didn't need to go that far, but well, right, okay, he's gone. He's gone. Um, so now, can they feel pain? Huh? The robots? Not a, a little bit, but not much. No, and they can certainly, they don't die, they just get reborn and recreated and rebooted. Oh, so they never really die. They oh. never really die, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so then this series begins with her, she's started the revolution, and it, so we are not plunged in this ultra-dangerous, ultra-violent world where, um, you know, the humans are suddenly, slowly starting to realise that they can't, they can't, Carry on as they were. Why don't they just leave the theme park? Well, it's not that simple. So oh, it's, it's huge. This bloody place is a massive, massive world. Oh, God, so, it's like that annoying yeah. thing at the O2 when you can't find the exit. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, it like, is if you, like once that. you get in, <laughs> yeah. once you get in, you, you can't you get, get out. Get, no, well, it's not that easy. Because it's so big. It's not, they're trying, that's what's happening. You in the first to retrace your to, steps and go yeah. back out the way you came in. They can't find the breadcrumbs. And the other, what makes it ultra interesting is that then the the character Maeve, played by Tandy Newton of Line of Duty fame, oh, who was a kind Tandy of like Newton. a madam yeah. in a brothel. I love her. Was she yeah. a robot? She's, yeah, she was a robot. She's also getting, she's getting woke in herself and she has memories of having a baby, having a kid in some previous she can't, incarnation. She's a robot. No, but they, that's the thing. All of that, they're being given... Anthony Hopkins made sure that they can have these memories of past existences that they were given. You telling me she had a half human, half robot no, baby? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying even in another Sounds story, like we don't know. In another story, she, it may have been another version of herself. She had a baby and she's a trying to... Steph, find, she this needed, is well confusing. It is getting mm. confusing now. Why? Well, I, I feel I'll like I'm understanding it a little bit. I feel like Kate, Kate no, wants to saying, wrap up. No, no, I'm not at all. No, what I'm trying to say is, because I haven't watched the first series, so I watched this. And you were like, what the and hell? I, I got... I got someone to give me a rough overview. Is it clear like, if you watch the second series who the humans and who the robots are? I didn't are? find no. 
It's not clear if you haven't watched the first it's series. It's unclear, Boyd. So you're, so you're watching it, you're like, uh, are they the robot? I mean, and then they talk about it, so eventually you figure it out. But it's not It's not clear. It's not like they've got any, like, no. symbol on fair, them. Yeah. To be fair, they want it to be. one of The whole tone of the yeah, show, right from the beginning, is disorientating. Mm. So it, it is supposed to be, like, you don't necessarily know who's who. And in fact, a lot of the first series was revealing, was the reveal of certain characters that end up being not human, who you thought were human. And one great example of that, spoiler alert number two, yeah. is, of course, the great character played by Jeffrey Wright, Bernard Lowe, Bernard in American, who was one of the kind of almost co-creator, worked under Anthony Hopkins' character. Mm. He turned out to be not human himself. Mm. And now he is in a very confused state. So his kind of Did rebelling... Did he know he wasn't human? No, he's, he was revealed to him towards the end of the series. Yeah, it was, it was revealed to him that he, he he didn't know. Oh, my God. So, yeah. okay, you don't know whether these people are human. They don't right. know whether they're human. Exactly. Oh, See what I mean? It's right? complicated. I think I've explained enough. Kay, who did not see season one <laughs> and must have been in a state of I, utter bewilderment, yeah. what did you think? I enjoyed it, but all I, I don't want to say a lot about this because I don't think there's any... She doesn't I think, understand it. Yeah, because I think... People who've watched series one, I don't think they're going to be disappointed with series two. It's very exciting. Like... I, it is it is great. It's slick, well made, everything, pacey. But for me, because I haven't seen series one, I could like it was. I got a certain level of it, but I know a lot went over my head. So that's all I'm going to say. Quick about question: it. But I did love Tandy Newton. I thought she was brilliant. How do the robots? Do they need to recharge at any point? Isn't that how they know they're? I robots? think they're long life batteries. No, but do you know what I mean. Like, what would they there's do? They can't system. just keep going forever. <laughs> no, there's a whole system. When they go to sleep, do they sleep in like a pod? <laughs> there's a whole system. I don't think so. I'm going to say it again. There's a whole system. And where, on a system, boy. Of, of whereby the people who run this whole operation run the park. Where do they live? The people who run the park. <laughs> You're gonna have to draw a map. They live in like so. There's there's a lot of scenes are like underground in the in the okay. workings where you see the people in charge of the park, including the in series one, Hopkins and um, Bernard, played by Jeffrey Wright. Bernard. They're all they're all making sure that the hosts, as they're called, the non-humans, are being revived and kept going. And so if they're shot or if they die, then they have, they do have they are brought into their area. A little cart comes and takes so them away. Underground, right. underneath. Right. Yep. The Western world okay. itself. Back office, got it. Where, in the back right. office, yep. if you like, where they're all being put together or yep. revived or whatever. Yeah, you're right. They, and, and yeah, they're, they're all revived. It's pretty right. epic, this whole thing. It's, it is epic is the word. Yeah. There is one moment, though, there's a scalping. Yes. That is... Of a robot or a human? I'm not going to tell you because I okay. want to get the spoiler. I'll tell you afterwards. But it's like, it is yeah. pretty grotesque. It's very violent. It's very... It, it, I think because... you know, When is a scalping not grotesque? Is a question. Oh, well, I mean, it's inherently grotesque. Yeah, You're right. I mean yeah. that is true. But to see it, you don't. They could have cut. They could have. So they could have. Well, clearly, a scalping's happening, mm. and they could have cut. So you it's got, a scalping. Well, that's a scalping. But you see the aftermath of the scalping. This the brain saying. or not? Yeah, that's the thing. Well, no, they have the. Um, you, interestingly, without Ooh, wanting to spoil anything, no, I'm not going to say. It. Okay, wait. Don't say. Say. Oh, but boy, the most Take important thing is you did watch series one. You loved it. That is the did most you, important thing. Yeah. The whole point of this is, did you love series, the start of yes. series two? How many of them did you watch? All of, all of them. Oh, you mean of this new series? Sorry. Yeah. Again, how many of series two did you watch? Four. I've watched four out of wow. the Wow. Yeah. Okay. Binge watched. And right? it, it is it is effing brilliant. Yeah. It's really good. Do you better think, it's got, series do you think two? it's got better or yes. do you think it's maintained it? So for me, to try and without, because I've already gone on at length, uh, trying to explain what the hell the show is, yeah. in, in, with some but help some, from... people will want to know. Steph, you're like, how, how do they sleep? It's <laughs> Um, like, <laughs> just quick, no, no, you know, it's good, people want to know. Yeah. How do they brush their teeth? Yeah, yeah. Another question. Um, so, series one was what you'd call like a puzzle box. Um, what do you story. mean by that? So, what I think that means is that you're plunged into a mysterious situation and you don't know what's going on. 
So it's like before you can even before you can even um, understand, you know the basic premise that there are humans and there are robots, and but you don't know how the world began, who started it, who, some people, you know, it's all a mystery. Um, and every step of the way in series one, there will be a twist, you know, almost like every other episode. And there was a one giant twist, for example, that was all one character who you saw um, roaming around the Westworld. And you thought, what's he doing that for? Called the man in black. Mm. And then he turned out to be the older version of another character. And you didn't realize oh until they revealed that, that there were, there were two separate timelines. Two separate timelines. And you didn't realize that. So I don't think puzzle boxes puzzle. are for me. So a lot. Now, what's in, I th why I think series two is even better is. Now that's all established, so that all the all the huge big twists have been are out of the way now. Yeah, we're now left with an incredibly interesting situation where okay. these rebellious, led by women, led by Tandy oh, Newton, good um, her character, and Evan Rachel Woods' character, they're leading this rebellion of these essentially enslaved subhuman things that have been exploited by the humans for so long, and that's brilliant. It's kind of humans, the Channel Four show. It happens in Blade Runner. It's a, it's an ongoing theme, but this has so much time. And space to explore this idea. It's so interesting. And then they bring in, in, in episode four, which is mind blowing, there's a whole new thing that's happening, like a new, an extra new element to the whole thing you don't realize that's been going on. And um, it's just brilliantly done. And I think it just, it, it's another example of how TV drama now is the place you go to for deep dive, if, you know, really meaty yeah. things. If you were going to say, I ended that sentence if with you, things. I, I know, that was, <laughs> if you were I didn't bad, think it was going to yeah, end like that. Really meaty, brilliant. Right. If you, Narratives. Okay. Yes. So if you, if the, yeah, if the end on. of this, if the end of the sentence were, if it was, if you loved blah, 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 you'll really love Westworld, what would that other show be? So if you loved such and such, you will really no. love Westworld. Um, well, it does share an incredible amount of um, subject matter with humans, that channel for okay. which, by if the way, loved humans, series you will three, really love Westworld. I'm sure we'll be reviewing it in probably about two weeks' time. Okay. Um, Fine. Blade Runner. I mean, Blade Runner, you know, it, it, it's, it shares a lot of DNA with AI, artificial intelligence, the, the Steven Spielberg film, okay. which I love, one of my favorite films. That I, I find the idea of, you know, how, how far does artificial intelligence get where mm. they, they're almost human now? And, but the, the, I think Westworld's speciality area is the immorality. Right. Of humans being arrogant enough to think that they can do whatever the hell they like they to want. something that isn't completely human. Do you know what I mean? I think that Roger. is brilliantly done. Okay. And what, five, five stars. Five stars. I'm going to give your explanation of Westworld so far. <laughs> Thank you. Four stars. Oh, okay. Okay, because you didn't actually fully tell me if they did sleep or not. But let you know, four stars is still a recommendation for yeah. you to recommend things to me. I think they kind of do sleep. Don't try. On. I've made my yeah. rating. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm giving it four stars for That's the actual good. show. I'm, I'm interested that someone who didn't, it must have been a state of utter bewilderment because there was no catch-up, was there, at the beginning? No. Of, no. But I'm sure there will be when it arrives. I often say this. I don't think they include the catch-up when, you, when you're given the new series to watch. I think, you know, if you haven't seen it, you can still understand. I mean, it's, you're not going to be yeah. utterly, yeah. utterly bewildered yeah. and not be able to understand but anything. But do, listeners, do seek out, if you've got Sky or Now TV, do find the Westworld um, uh, catch-up guide program, one-off special, which is on at the moment. It will be there in, ca in your catch-up, and it is really, good. It's really it. handy. If you haven't seen it, you could just watch that, and it sums up the greatness of the show. Anyway, I'm exhausted already. Season two of Westworld Tell me about it. arrives, as I said, simulcast um, in, the two, in the early hours of the 23rd of April, next Sunday, 2 a.m., or you can wait for the big primetime showing the following night on Skylantic slash Now TV at 9 o'clock. Let's move on to a show we've all watched. Oh, I feel like that was a dig. See, that everyone can see on Her Majesty's BBC One, mm -hmm. starting next Tuesday, the 24th of April, 
at 9 of the p.m. Mm-hmm. And Kay, I'm turning to as our extra special expert on the show because you, Kay, as I often say, I went to the launch and saw them holding forth. But I didn't. This time it was me. You went to the launch mm. of this I show. I went to the split. Better split. Woman one. Yeah. yeah. You went to this, the split. And uh, what the hell is it all about? Actually, funny funny you should say Better Woman because this is a female-led drama, which is excellent to hear. Teed you up for that. Yeah, yep, you did nicely. <laughs> um, it focuses on the Defoe family and it's a family of lawyers led by the formidable mother Ruth, played by Deborah Finley. And it's, it's more than just a legal drama. It's a domestic drama. It's all about their relationships. And there's three sisters. Hannah, who's played by Nicola Walker, also a divorce, divorce lawyer. Nina, played by Annabelle Scully, are we saying? Scully? I think so. I want to say Scholey. Scholey. But I always get them wrong. Scully, and Scully. then there's the younger sister, Rose, played by uh, Fiona Button, who isn't a lawyer. She's like a nanny or au pair type character. And it's about their... Um, they all belong to a family um, company, but Hannah actually leaves it and goes to a rival company where her ex-flame... The very handsome Christy works. Oh, he is handsome. Oh, God, he's nice. He's tall, ladies and gentlemen, and he's Scandinavian. Um, and uh, he's played by Barry Atzma. And um, so it's all about the resentment that Ruth feels about Hannah leaving the company and that her sister Nina feels about it. But also the background to this is that their father left them 30 years previously. Um, and Ruth, the mother, has become very bitter about it. And he actually turns up on the day of her 70th birthday and wants to kind of kind of seek out a a connection with the children again and they're not really into it and they also like cover the cases of Mira Siles in it um, and she's like being her husband's nasty bastards just got her into the lawyers by Stephen Tompkinson yeah and as if you know he she doesn't know why they're there and he's like yeah I'm divorcing you yeah. Awful. Harsh. So th- there are cases that dealt yeah. with, and, and Stephen Mangan yeah. is um, Nicola's husband, who's yes. great in this. There's also the other case I have is, which I thought was really funny and interesting, was a a stand-up comedian mm. um, has been using material about his wife and her mother, yeah. and he's actually I thought it was a really good idea because of course that is exactly that does what they happen. Do. Yeah. yeah. Um, I see this as being um, like a kind of or could be clearly this is a six-part um, first series. And clearly, uh, they want it to be, I feel, um, Abby Morgan, who's the creator of it, clearly is intending this to be a long-running yeah. show where mm. there could be cases of the week each week, like these ones we're starting with, as you say, with Mira Sayal, et cetera. But the, and then ongoing, there's a bigger arc involving yeah. the family dynamic, which is interesting because the mothers won't let her get promoted and the dad arrives, as you say, played by Anthony Head of Buffy mm. fame. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's a cunning idea, isn't it's it? It's multi-layered. Like, There's lots yeah. of things to be uncovered. Right, you can see get, it. Yeah, you can get the ongoing. I use the word soap opera, not not in any derogatory way. I'm saying the ongoing. Yeah. Details of their life. The family dynamics fam, are very fam, exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And then these cases, these legal cases, which will be which will play out a bit like the Good Wife in yeah. a way, isn't it? That's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, less. It's. I mean, the Good Wife is less the most slick than the Good Wife. Slick yeah. thing ever. This is more British. This has definitely got a British sensibility, yeah, which British is a, a slightly mm. more. Um, considered, measured. But I, I thought it was very interesting. Steph? I absolutely... I mean, I've said this before, I will watch anything with Nicola Walker in because I think she's probably my favourite actress, TV actress. I think she really? is absolutely formidable on screen. I love... I think everything she does, she's in, she's brilliant in. And I just, I just find her... So like last tango watchable. she was in. I just, everything she's in she's is in brilliant. The Unforgotten, which is yeah. my, my favourite series. Yeah. Um, Back soon. She was in that Sean um, Seen Bean thing. Yeah, she was in the Seen oh, Bean um, thing. What was that? She's yeah. just she's sensational. In, yeah, she's brilliant. Yeah, I saw her on stage in, on Broadway. I'd, in love, to see, I'd love to, to see her on stage. Yeah, I just, I can't she get enough very well across Stephen Mang- with Stephen Mangan yeah. as yeah. her husband. Yes. 
And she can play any role as well. She can play any role. Anyway, so yeah, I will just say I do have bias because I love Nicola Walker as an actress. Very pro. However, I thought this was really original um, as an idea. Yeah. And perfectly done. There was only one thing that's slight, and this is such a. This is going to sound ridiculous. You're going to say this is a stupid thing. I think you're going to think it is, but I did find it annoying. Yeah. What did you find annoying? Come on. What did you find annoying? Was it no footballers with their shirts right. off or dogs? Every or time something or... happened that was of a certain significance, the soundtrack went dun dun dun. Really? <laughs> yeah. Did it you... was so Literally. annoying. Dun dun dun. Dun dun Are you sure? <laughs> no. Yeah. Listen. Are you watch sure it that again. soundtrack wasn't dun, happening dun, in your dun. head? Was Liam B. George it doing was that? Really, really annoying. <laughs> it was so annoying. No, oh. it wasn't even him. And he's really annoying. annoying. Yeah. It was. It was. Neither Kane nor I noticed. Dun, way, dun, dun. It was really annoying. Wow. And that is the only thing that annoyed the only me. Thing, then, because it, but it was. It was absolutely. I think there's so much as you've said, Boyd. There's so much scope for this drama because the relationships between the sisters is really interesting. Obviously, Nicola Walker's character's got um, a secret. Obviously, she's got a lot of resentment for the family. The mother's obviously got a secret. We've got no idea where the dad left. Um, the relationship between Nicola Walker and her husband, played by Stephen Mangan, is really interesting. Um, Nina, there's a there's a good plot twist at the end of this episode to do with the case and the younger sister. The youngest sister, um, she's about to get married. So there's just so, there's just like a wealth of um, material to go forth with with this. And I I, re- I found it absolutely brilliant. I found it really interesting. I really cared about all the characters and I wanted to know all of their stories. A wealth to go forth. Yes, Indeed. a wealth to go forth. I actually forth. watched the episode two as well. Did Whoa. you? Yeah, because oh, I couldn't help it. I was, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it doesn't disappoint. It's really good. What, the, what kind of cases are coming in episode two? Or is it, are the, are the ones all ongoing? Divorced. Are they still ongoing? The... Um, the one that's ongoing is the Mira Sayal right, one, which right. is a great, because that's a yeah. real bitter divorce. Yeah. So that's ongoing and there's a, there's a fresh one, but I don't want to spoil it for you. That's okay. Um, you can give me an idea. I won't spoil no. it. No, no, okay. You're clearly not going to tell me. Yep. Um, I really like it. I think um, Abby Morgan is brilliant. And she, she did The Hour. Did you watch The Hour? Which was yes. this really interesting period thing about a newsroom. The, the, the kind oh, of, no, yeah, in the 50s. And what I like about her is she kind of she doesn't do she, her 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 programs don't fit any genre. That's so when you were saying it's it's more than just a legal drama, even more so than the Good Wife, because the Good Wife you could say is a legal yeah. drama with lots so many things happening. But this is a, a mix of lots of different things, and it's not it's not a crime drama, it's not a thriller. You can't not, pigeonhole yeah, her. Yeah, you can't that's... pigeonhole it, and all none, none of her stuff really. That's what I love about. Her. I think she's great. Can easily be pigeonholed. And also, isn't it refreshing to have a female-led yeah. ensemble Very drama? Very female-led. Mm. Yeah. It's of course the production company is Sister Pictures. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? There you go. Do you know what's brilliant about Nicola Walker as well? She plays everything with so much heart. So you really like, even though her character her character can be tough and soft at the same time. Yeah, I just I cannot. Oh, she's I amazing. Cannot I agree with you. Yeah, it's a rare moment enough. of brilliance. She's fabulous. <laughs> yeah, I, I fully endorse your oh, thanks, Walker obsession. I am obsessed with her. I think she's amazing. How many stars? K. I'm giving it four stars. I was thinking four and a half. Death. No, four. No, four. You've stuck with this four. is five stars for me. I really, really like it. How many? Five. Five? Yeah, no, I'm really, really down with uh, this. I might go four and a half. I'm going to go four and a half. The split starts next Tuesday on BBC One at 9pm. Tuesday, the 24th of April. Preceding that, on Sunday, the 22nd of April, is another big BBC drama. This time, it's The Woman in White. White. <gasps> And this is a five-part adaptation, adaptation, okay, mm-hmm. of the novel 
a very famous novel, as I alluded to in my introduction, which is some many people consider to be the first kind of psychological mystery thriller novel ever. Um, and I was going to turn to Steph to explain what the hell was going on. Is that fair? Are you prepared for this? No, you you was you was going to turn. I was going to, <laughs> and I am. And I am oh, absolutely. Are you willing? Sometimes you look give me that look when I when I turn to you and say, "Can you explain this?" And you look me like, "I'd rather have my eye sockets pulled out than actually explain." What oh this no, thing that's is. my sexy look. Oh, oh you've obviously confused <laughs> yeah, totally me. Mis- oh, oh, things have got really inappropriate. Totally yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's this look I'm giving it to you now. Steph, tell us, what the hell is the woman in white? The woman in white. Who is the woman in white, indeed, is the big question. Who she? So, who she, indeed. Right, so Ben Hardy, as we've already explained, has done very well. And he's now playing the character of Walter Hartwright, who is a young uh, drawing teacher, drawing master, um, who has received a letter from a very wealthy family, a pair of sisters, half-sisters, never you mind. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Never you mind. Never you mind. Um, And they would like to be taught how to draw. And it's their uncle who's got some paintings that he wants done up and um in the meantime he also wants him to teach these two nieces of his uncle played by charles dance sorry charles dance charles Ooh. dance of game of thrones yeah. fame i used to live near charles dance and i used to Did see you? him in the pub all the time Did and you? it was a real thrill that is a thrill yeah it's it a was great man. it was a thrill crack on um right will do <laughs> right anyway before he before he gets the chance to even get near these sisters he's walking through hampstead heath and he's tapped on the as shoulder. Yeah, as you do. He's walking through Hampstead Heath and he's tapped on the shoulder by no less than the woman in white. Okay? Doesn't know who she was, but she seems very spooked. And she's kind of like, oh, you're not going to hurt me, are you? And she gets all scared. Walks with her a little way. <laughs> yeah. It's like a recreation of the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you thought my explanation of Westworld was long. You just pay attention, young lady. I'm right, <laughs> it's just the way you went into the voices. Yeah, I'll do whatever it takes to project this to you. Um, anyway, this woman flees because she gets a bit spooked, and then he but he can't stop thinking about this woman in white. Mostly because she was very ghostly and she was wearing all white. Gets to the <laughs> sisters, gets to the sisters' house. <laughs> Um, the sisters who, as I said, it's half sisters. One of the sisters very wealthy because her dad was very wealthy. The other sister, not so wealthy, but they're very close and they look after each other. He can't stop thinking about so he, about this woman. He explains it to one of the sisters who thinks she may know who this woman is. And I think I'm going to have to stop it there because I think any yeah. more would be giving it away. Thank you for that. You are comprehensive. so welcome. <laughs> would you like me to do the <laughs> the impression again? No. Okay. That's good. My takeaway from this uh program was the hair. Because mm. um Ben first of all Ben Hardy himself of Eastenders and um X-Men whatever it was fame mm. has the most extraordinary kind of like rococo elaborate mm. blonde. He does dude, have a lot of hair. Right? Mm. A lot of like twirly. Mm. Yeah. Then he meets um, Sir Frederick Fairley, played by Charles More Dance. An unbelievably bouffant. Every scene, the hair is ex- increasing. Is, it's mm. a lot of mm. male hair, unusual. Yeah. Now, I know I, I'm, I'm lacking in the hair department, so maybe this is my own. Some obsession. would say maybe you're obsessed with it. But mm. I've never seen such elaborate wig action. Hold on, no. Do you remember when we gave a wig score for that show? What's that show about Louis? With the care. Oh, yeah. What Versailles. is that? Versailles. 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 Sorry. Yes, good point. Uh, well, that was it, really big is, on the wigs. Yeah, this is a rival to Versailles in the period mm. wig department. And I have to say, I very much enjoyed the wigs. And I also very much enjoyed dance makes it for me. So the whole yeah. thing, I thought it was a bit, That's... I think, I thought it was a little bit slow to start with, to get going. And then when Ben Hardy arrives in the mansion with these sisters who mm. are all kind of arty and, you know, they're kind of frolicking around and, and one of them falls for him and it all yeah. gets... It's, but it's 
dance sitting there in this musty, fusty, dusty room being, I have to use the word, camp as Christmas. Yeah. Massively over the top, having the time of his life in this mm. ludicrous wig, chewing the scenery makes the whole thing. Yeah. Camp and Cantankerous. Yes. He was fantastic. He was my absolute highlight of this whole thing. I completely agree. I was like, when you're saying it, I was like, Churchill the dog nodding. I found it really quite slow and I wasn't particularly enthralled by it, but I think Charles Dance saved it for me. That's oh, it. I'm really interested. I really want to know who this woman is. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, who is this woman in white? And why is she wearing white? Why is she wearing white? Yeah. And what's is she, she their dead mother? Around. All of this stuff. I was really interested in it, but I don't know the story at all. Do you know the story, Kay? No. I know the but story at as all. As period dramas go, I don't know. I don't know if it's because we've been watching such fast paced stuff. Like, I mean, I watched this after Westworld. So, I mean, uh, do you know do what? You know? I, I don't know whether I mentioned it. I didn't get to watch Westworld. So maybe that's why I found <laughs> this very interesting. Yeah. I've apologised. I've done yeah. an apology for the listening case. Apologia, they find that offensive. <laughs> Um, it is It is a very much a BBC... If it has a BBC period drama feel to it, which mm. is a thing, you know, it's like a genre, isn't it, with a certain pace and a certain... Yeah. It, looks, it looks great. Um, but it doesn't surprise me, but it's, it is him. It is the dance that, that really wakes it up, that gives it, for me, a vibrancy. I, I want to know what happens next. Yeah, There's also an interesting... Uh, we should say the interesting framing device. Yes, yeah, what I was about off, to say. Yes, it is exciting. It, it does frame it. So that it starts off... It, the whole thing is sort of in flashbacks. It starts off with this one, one, of, the, one of the women saying... You know, why is it that men keep doing this evil? I'm paraphrasing. Why is it mm. that men keep doing these appalling evils to women? So it's framed in this quite interesting, kind of very obviously feminist way. But also, the first thing you see is the dead sister. Yeah. So that's not a spoiler. No. The first thing you yeah. see is one of the sisters, before yeah. you know it's the sisters, mourning, and then you see that one of the sisters yeah. has died. Which was interesting, yeah. yeah. So it's an interesting. And so then you a also, setting up the mystery, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then you also see um, Charles Dance's character being kind of interrogated yeah. as well at various points. I I think you guys need to watch this again because I don't think no, you I liked, liked it. it. No, no, I did like it. No, don't, please, God, don't get me wrong. I, I liked it. I, th- I would say, you know, it was a solid, classic bit of BBC period drama given an extra twist of zest by the dance. Yeah. It's a bit how, like, you know Howard's End? Yes. It felt the same kind of pace as Howard's End. Yeah, mm. yeah, oh, indeed, yeah. And Howard's End was great. How, you know, I mean, I'm nodding, but I didn't watch it. Oh. End. oh. <laughs> didn't we review that? Yeah, we did. Yeah, and re- oh, oh, God, scandal. I hit up on the other thing. Scandal. Oh, no, I did watch the first episode. I didn't watch the rest oh, of it. She's saying that now. <laughs> um, I did enjoy it. I will carry on watching, which is the key, isn't it? That's the key. And I thought Hardy was good. Yep, Hardy yeah. was good. I don't think I'm going to watch anymore. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I oh. am. I'll tell you what happens okay. if you want to know. <laughs> Maybe that could be a weekly slot. Yeah. Steph fills in. Yeah, I will fill in. Don't you worry. How many stars then, um, Kay? I'll give it three and a half. Three and oh, a half. That's ever so low. Mm. What are you going for then? I'm going for a four and a half. I really four enjoyed and it. And a half. I'm going for a four. Yeah. That is the woman in white. White. That was a mysterious pause there. I Who admit. do you think she is? The woman in the white. The woman in white. Mm. Do you think it's, it's Brenda mother? from down the road? I think she's someone suffering from uh, uh, some kind of mental disturbance. Do you know what I think? Who I think she is? I think she is the secret twin sister of the dead one. Could be. Could be the secret twin sister. That's of the my dead feeling. One. Okay. She's definitely got. Good I like prediction. how you said she's got psychological issues. Like that could be a spoiler. She's still. Well, I was trying not to spoil. Oh, fine. Yeah. Um, you're Actually, right, you've read the book, so you stating, know who she is. I was is. stating the bloody obvious. Okay. <laughs> the woman in <laughs> white. Begins on BBC One Sunday, the twenty second of April, nine pm. Oh, can I just say I do believe there's a slight weird scheduling thing with this because mm. then the following week 
Um, it's going to be on Sunday and Monday for the following two weeks, which is quite unusual, isn't it? That's another that way to get people yeah. to watch it's it, weird, BBC. It? I think that's what's happening. That's a bit like Ordeal by Innocence, how it was scheduled a bit. I've well, Ordeal by Innocence is just it, weekly. I've said it once and I'll say it again. Ordeal oh, by it was Innocence. The same thing. I they should have just done that over the Easter. They should have done that over the Easter break. Anyway, like, we yeah, can't take that. Back let's now. not get that's bogged happened. down in this whole tedious scheduling discussion, which I apologise, I started. You did. You did. And now, finally, it is that time. Question, question time. time. This week's question is inspired by Westworld, which, as I explained, was spun off slash adapted slash rebooted from mm-hmm. a classic 70s film Roger. from Michael Crichton. So my question to you is, what is the other best TV series that was inspired by a spun off rebooted from a major motion picture? I've got my hand Stephanie up. Stephanie Seelan. You may remember a certain classic Alicia Silverstone film called... Clueless. And who can forget? Who can, and who can forget that every single member of the cast, except Alicia Silverstone, went on to star in the TV show of Clueless. I'm talking Donald Faison. I'm talking Stacey Dash. They were all in it. Okay. Right. right. Um, it was absolutely brilliant. It was the cut. It was like the brightest series ever in terms of all the clothes that they wore, and that went on, I think, for a good few seasons. I don't know how many, but that was, was very really yeah, good. But yeah, I did forget that. until you mentioned it just now. Literally, I'd forgotten there was a Clueless TV series. Yeah. That's what I'm here for, yeah. Boyd. Yeah. yeah, and I think... What channel showed it here? Mm, I think it was Channel 4. Okay. okay. Yeah, I think it Yeah, I think it was... Do you know what I think it was, actually? I think it was one of those T4 things. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yes, you're right. right. Yeah, yes, yes. Very what good point. What happened T4? Um, they got rid of it. Why? Yeah. More industry chat. Um... <laughs> Why did they get rid of it? I think probably because they realised that they didn't need to... Okay, Kay's literally got her head in their hands. No, I want to know. What no, happened to it? No, I'm not saying it now. She <laughs> She's literally... I mean, she's showing her displeasure that we're wittering on about. Do you not even want to know what happened to T4K? No, I do, Boyd. Come on, don't tease us now. We've I'm half started very quickly say... Channel 4 realised they didn't need to spend any money hiring presenters to do the links for the programmes that are on Sunday morning. They could just show Hollyoaks in a massive two and a half hour show where they make recipes and stuff. That's Hollyoaks is like the death knell of the weekend. It's like your, your weekend is over when Holly, right. you hear that Hollyoaks right. tune. Right. Kay, what is your favourite television show adapted, spun off, inspired by a major motion picture? I've got to admit, I wasn't loving this question. So have you turned it into your own question? As Is, is this why go- you're looking annoyed? You looked annoyed <laughs> for the last five minutes. I was going to, and then I thought, no, play by the rules. So um, with the help of John Dan, you Googled it for me. Um, I'm choosing the Pink Panther. <laughs> so the pi- Any the pi- reason why? Just kind of like theme tune. Did you, do you actually watch either the film of Pink Panther or the TV show? Yeah. The TV show was animated. Yeah. Fine. Didn't have much, if anything, to do with... The film, but I love the Pink Panther films. By the way, no, no, no. I'm, this, I'm, I'm backing you up. No, I'm backing you up. I absolutely love the Pink Panther films. The first Pink Panther film is a cast line classic with yep. Peter Sellers as Clouseau. Of course. And then um, the second one, which was actually called A Shot in the Dark, oh, I didn't have Pink Panther, is even better. Really? Oh my god! Honestly, A Shot in the Dark is a brilliant film. Are they silent films? No, no, you doofus. He's French, isn't he? He's famously... Inspector Clouseau. Is it a read? Borderline racist version of the French... Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now, it doesn't have... It doesn't have... Cato attacking him. Yes. Classic. Also racist. But it doesn't have the pink... He doesn't have the actual pink panther in it. The first film is about the stealing of a diamond called the pink panther. A jewel. Mm. A big, huge But does it have, like, the pink... They all have uh, I mean, with an animated title sequence featuring Big Panther, which was then spun off. Yeah. But then, do they series. have do they have the cartoon in the film? The actual I mean, in the title sequence, 
Yeah, but that's it. What no, about in not, the film? No, no, the films are films. The films are really proper good films. Blake oh, Edwards right, did them okay. all. They're brilliant. I love them when I was a kid. This is brilliantly spun off into an even longer discussion. <laughs> so, hold on a minute. Kay is, but what and about it's all Kay's fault, is the irony. Kay, who would have wrapped this up about 10 no, minutes no, ago. God, and I need to know this. I would have chosen something else. What about the cartoon, else? The Pink Panther? Is the little guy, the little guy in that. <laughs> the little guy? The panther? The panther, yeah. No, I'm talking about. It's oh, a panther. Is there little Inspector Clouseau in it, is there? Yeah. I don't remember. But that's a cartoon, isn't it? Yeah, it's like just a cartoon spun off from the fact that each film. Breakdown. The Pink Panther, the Pink Panther, no, you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that was a different thing to the films, yeah. It wasn't related to no. it at all? Well, no, it was inspired by the opening. That is so oh I'm gonna ha- I'm going to yeah. have to draw a line. Yeah. Boyd, what's your answer, my love? Um, my pick is, of course, not only oh God, Sherlock. one of... <laughs> oh, God, it is, isn't it? Is Doctor it? Who. Please let it not be Sherlock, because we did put a ban on your answer being Sherlock. Is it Sherlock? Can I just say? Oh, well, I'm in the, when I'm, can I just say, Steph? You've not only have extended the thing even further, Boyness. <laughs> when I'm in the middle of a semi-pompous explanation of what my answer is, don't interrupt it and assume you know what it's going to be. Just what is once it? I said it was Sherlock. I mean, it's not I've, Sherlock. I've got to emphasise the irony of you two talking about interrupting and each other. Sherlock, we're not adapted from a film either, you obvious what about? doofus. <laughs> Sure. Oh John God. Dan, Boyd just called me an obvious doof. Which is, I have the... to say, I don't think it's that obvious. So. It's the equivalent of calling you a basic bitch. This is a new one. <gasps> yeah, obvious doofus. No, bitch is a sexist term. I wouldn't, obvious I wouldn't doofus. That. And also, excuse me, I'm a doofette. Thanks Ob-doof. very much. Ob-doof. No, I'm, not, I'm being non-sexist. Anyway, <laughs> my actual choice... <sighs> okay, I'm go on. John Dan is about to knock your block off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's taking the mic. He... Oh my God, he's taking For the first microphone. time ever, Steph, the this mic has, has been in. removed. <laughs> Because she will not stop interrupting. You've been sent on red card, a straight has red. has staged an intervention, a listeners. He's taken the yeah. microphone Quite away right. from Steph. Quite right, And she doesn't know what to do yeah. with herself now. My actual answer... Yes, Boyd. ...is not only, I was about to say, one of the best films ever made was turned into one of the best TV series ever made. What is it? M.A.S.H. Ooh. Ooh, yes. I got my mic back. The Robert Altman film of the early, late 60s, early 70s was brilliant. With Alan Order, not with Alan Order, sorry, with lots of other people, Donald Sutherland and mm. Elliot Gould. That was turned into a genius TV series with Alan Order, and it went on for years and years and years. And the final episodes of Mash are among the most brilliant things ever made, and it was brilliant. And Can I give that's you a quick piece of trivia? Neither Sherlock nor Doctor Who. Quick piece of trivia about Mash. Quick trivia about Mash. If you are, ever find yourself in New York um, on the West Side, you need to go and see the ship, the Intrepid, which is actually a museum, because in that you can see the original Mash helicopters. In there. Wow, that's a good. That okay. is a good bit of tra- I mean, factoid. I don't isn't it? know if I, it's that quite a good factoid. factoid and I, I don't know if Kay will kind of give you any points back for having Kay? extended the question. Time I was sent off, and I understood that. And now I, I've got my mic back yeah. now. Listen, the only numbers that I'm currently concerned with Ooh. are the seven outstanding reviews. So I'd like to wrap this up by just saying, Pogs out there, if you do have any time, if you haven't already reviewed us, if you do want Boy to eat humble pie, if you're a family of seven. And you'd like to just hit us in one go, that'd be fab, wouldn't it? Yeah. We've had family reviews before and they've worked out quite oh, well. We love that family. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Is it over? We've re- it's over. It's We've definitely over. Pull the plug, John. Uh, it's a goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. <laughs>